Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. On this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall, we're celebrating our one year anniversary. I'm in awe that we've been doing this for the past year. We're going to talk about some of our favorite guests, some of our favorite stories, some of the feedback we got from our loyal Nailed It Wall listeners. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode 44 of the Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Mrs. Schofield. Well, partner, it's hard to believe this is our year anniversary, and I'm glad you're going to give the people what they want. You're going <laughs> to sing happy birthday to the Nailed It Wall. Is that true? Uh, this is news to me. I, I, I'm going to take that as a polite pass. Mm. Well, as we start every episode, we talked about how we've nailed it this week. Now, how have you nailed it this week? Well, I didn't really get to tell you the story. I forgot that I was wanting to. So this is perfect. Yesterday, so my daughter is getting her license next week on Monday, which I have to tell you, seems a little sooner than I'm feeling confident about. And she is a good driver, but she still has a a lot of growing to do. Think about as an adult how many times we have near misses and things go like a little bit wonky for us when we're driving whether it's our own fault or from somebody else right i'm starting to be worried to be a passenger in your car no okay come on now uh don't make me list for the listeners (laughs) (laughs) some of the escapades that we've i mean just okay perfect example remember that time when we were driving home on the freeway from a training a boot camp training and that car caught on fire right beside yeah so you know that is the kind of stuff that's happened to us and um, you know, like that wasn't our fault, but you have to react, right? So there's so much of driving is reaction and it's not necessarily your own fault. But yesterday, uh, we went to Chick-fil-A and you know, Chick-fil-A parking lot is, in, it's insane. It is insane. It is insane. And we went for a pretty late lunch. She had already eaten, but I hadn't. So we ordered ahead because you taught me about the app and I am vigilant about Game using it. Yeah. I don't even I don't even go through drive through like just like a normal person anymore. I always do. Um, I actually do the curbside thing. So we go over and it takes Ella six times to pull into this one parking spot, which I understand I'm not an amazing parking person. However, I could have nailed this one, but whatever. It takes practice, and I get that. Um, but the thing is, is it is a busy parking lot. There's a lot going on. So there are there's a lot of cars coming all these different directions. And because of curbside pickup, Grubhub, all those different things, there's a lot of uh, foot traffic, too, because Chick-fil-A people come out to the you know all these things and they're trying to give very good customer service so kudos to chick-fil-a unfortunately we almost accidentally killed one of your people yesterday because what happened was we (coughs) pardon me we were trying to pull out from our spot and when when ella typically reverses the car there's enough momentum in the car naturally where you don't have to gas it you just let the car go back (laughs) but because we're you know where we pulled in there was just like a little bit i get there must have been like a drainage thing or whatever so she is kind of having to back up but put the gas on she's not used to that so when she went to pull back she forgot that she was actually in reverse and went to hit drive um and 
hit it pretty aggressively and we flew back so so <laughs> fast and then i so here's my nailed it and failed it i yelled really loud some not good stuff like i just i panicked but then at the same time i immediately locked it up because it was genuinely the closest that we've come to like something bad like it there were people everywhere and i just was so grateful in that moment that she was okay and that the people around us were okay and i knew that was not the time to freak out so it was it was the loudest and definitely that i've yelled but i was able to bring it back and just talk about like help me understand what was going through your mind because you're about to get your life i'm in full panic mode but i kept it all together and she said that was the best that i've done in a scenario and it was one of the worst scenarios we've ever been in it was terrifying and when your daughter is driving then we're going to be sitting here and we're going to be talking and and ella is very careful and so it's unsettling to know she's going to have her license and they just send you out and she hit the gas inside the break and that is terrifying to me I, the fact that there's videos from the back seat from our, our oh, good whoa, friend whoa, Sidro whoa. of uh, you <laughs> reacting um, now now the one thing that uh, I, I've been impressed as you've gone through this this has been a month's ordeal and something that's been weighing you very heavy you take great pride in being a great driver you love to drive I love to drive you, you hate giving up the keys and now all of a sudden you're you're having to hand over those keys to your baby girl true um, and now you got to find this balance now do you have any gray hairs? I don't think so. You don't think so? It's pretty impressive that, like, you know, just seeing this one video that Sydney had of uh, you reacting was, uh, I thought this was for sure, like, going to give you a, a head full of gray hairs. That will never be on our nail. We won't be tweeting those videos. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good, um, good to you know, know but yeah. you know you also have to be very proud of uh your daughter and and talk about a little bit about uh the driving instruction that she's been going on because you had to also pass this torch as well yeah well i realized i am not it, the thing that's really interesting for me as a parent and i don't know if this is how it is for you but i can be so much more patient with other people's kids than with my own because mine are they're they're truly my responsibility so like if i say yes i've taught you how to drive and i send you out that's on me but i don't know for somebody else's kid maybe because there's another level that you know it's really someone else's responsibility so someone else will fill in the gaps maybe i don't know but i'm so much more calm but i just realized i get a little bit crazy with her and it makes her feel very stressed out and so we paid to have her go to a driving instructor thing and um you know mrs angler's daughter said goes as well and they're both getting so much out i still have not been able to say yes ella get onto the freeway there's no i'm not i'm not there she doesn't even know you know that place where you get off on bell and it goes that curvy thing where she, she doesn't even know about those things i don't think she's ever paid attention because she's never driven that so there's all of those curvy things that she hasn't even done before and i don't know that i'm ready to be doing that with her i don't know you just want to protect your kids and so it's hard to put them in scenarios that you know just think about how you and I feel about Grand Avenue, how we talk about like it's so confusing. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's so confusing. 
How am I supposed to send my kid out and just know like one day she may be on Grand Avenue. She's going to have to figure that out. I'm an adult and I freak out. So it's just hard. I almost quit my first teaching job because of Grand <laughs> Avenue. Like that's a story for another uh, day. Yeah, it is. Like I, I might not be here just because of Grand Avenue I today. I know, it's crazy. And so that, that I am super proud and I love this driving instructor training thing she's doing. And this week is her last one. And then they give her her certificate, and she just has to take that. She doesn't have to take another driving test at the DMV. She just goes and takes her picture. So it's fine. I mean, I think about what kind of a driver were you when you were a teenager? Uh, Very cautious because I was always afraid that my insurance would go up or was afraid, like, you know, back then, like, you know, like you like to say the word hoopty. Like, I like the word jalopy, you know. I was like, like, if my car got hit, I I didn't carry a... um, I just had like the minimum, like, you know, like I didn't have a uh, collision, you yeah. know? So I was like, I was like, I was like a kid. So I was like, someone hit my car. Like I was done, you know, like, you know, I was like, I was like, that car was over. It was like, it was lights out, you know? So I was like, I was, I was so cautious. I wouldn't speed cause I didn't have money to pay for a speeding ticket. You know, like I was just so, just so cautious all the time. And, and again, you would say that I'm a very cautious driver to today. You are a cautious driver. And also you grew up, I just am realizing with different traffic surrounding you because it wasn't as congested as here, right? Totally. And what are main drivers like? Are they pretty chill as a... Yeah, they're pretty chill. I mean, there's a lot of back roads, a lot of country roads, beautiful scenery, driving up the coast. I mean, we have, you know, you got to know your high beams. That's something in Arizona, like kids would never know how to use their high beams, you know, going over hills and on passing cars. I mean, there's one thing you get That's in those true. country roads where you have the the dotted lines where people can kind of pass you and um and that's a big you know big concern for me when my dad drives out here and uh we kind of had to take the <laughs> politely no longer allow him to drive with the kids because arizona is a different world compared totally. to driving with uh driving in maine so it was very laid back yeah, Long Beach, not so much laid back. California, and you've gone out for, you know, trips to I've, California. I've had a s- scary time with my dad driving in California. It where is, <laughs> it's California is, well, and I think that Boston, I've heard, yeah. is, is pretty tough like that too. But California is, that is baptism by fire. And people are angry and everybody is their place that they need to get to is more important than yours always and so you have to learn to be such a defensive driver and so ella's still learning that you know she's still learning that part of it but i i probably wasn't the most amazing driver i mean i was good i mean i won't lie like sometimes i would do a little bit of drag racing but like you know like looking back you know i think it's i'm very fortunate and i need to allow ella the time to grow and develop things like we do things now because we've been in experiences where we know to do those things but you have to have the experiences it's just hard to let your kids just go out and do that like I don't want anything to happen to her so I want to like and I'm not that hovery you know that about me as a mom I'm not that parent like I don't try and protect her all the time for from life but a car and and boys those two things are like very unsettling to me as a mom well, thank you for sharing that story. Now, my last question, were you able to enjoy your lunch after all this? I will tell you, my stomach never hurts so bad. And I'm trying to eat and I'm like <laughs> shaking and I'm trying to be cool and like just chat with her and like she's sweaty. It was not really, I will say heartburn, 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 but it was fine. I tried to play it cool. 
All right. Well, my nailed it. Well, I'll go my nailed it of the week. You know, you know we're we're, we're talking about by the time school opens, we're going to be at you know month five of just kind of like isolated, and a lot of families in Arizona, have, you know, decreased their bubble and they're hunkering down again, and you know they're trying to you know mask up easy that's what we're trying to do we're trying to we want schools to open you know that's our big thing like we want to be back to full days a week have students in our classrooms and bring that normalcy back and you know you're you're in my bubble you know you and your family's in my bubble and we're trying to take back summer and last week you introduced me to one of your passions. We took the kids out. Yes, we, did we did some kayak and to Lake Bartlett. I've never been there in Arizona. So if you're an Arizonan, check out Lake Bartlett. And you just talked about how breathtaking it is and how beautiful it is. And I'm from Maine. I'm a city kid. You know, I'm a city kid from Maine, which is like a weird kind of thing because the state of Maine is covered in 90% trees. And I've never been kayaking. And I had the time of my life, like Ryan and Sam were together in the same kayak and you were with Mackenzie and I had my own kayak and you I couldn't, sure did. And I couldn't get the, <laughs> the seat cover to kind of like lock up there, you know, so you have that back support. You and Mackenzie had like the perfect back support. And as I was going out, you're like, you want to fix this? If like you don't fix this, you're, you're going to be you're going to be feeling it. And I'm like, oh, Wait, I'll be fine. Wait, hold on, because you need to explain what you mean by a seat covering. Your seat literally laid flat. So whereas there should be a seat with a back and a bottom, yours had no back. So you were literally going to have to kayak sitting straight up, which doesn't sound bad, but how did it, how did it go? My abs have never hurt so much. Like there was times where I was just laying down and paddling. And, a lot of times. Yes, and a lot uh, of times I would get go through these stretches, and I'm not kidding you. The back support is so key when when you go it kayak, is. and and you were you were upset because you wanted me to enjoy the experience so much, and uh, but it was just like such a fun day for the kids, and they had so much fun, and uh, it was it was it was just a fun day to be out on the lake, and you know like the. You know, it was 100 plus in Arizona, but it felt so cool on the water. It was so nice. And it was just such a, just a fun day to try to take back summer a little bit and kind of have that little normalcy and, uh, you know, a little road trip for for our kids. And, you know, one of my favorite moments is them in the back singing Lean On Me, you know, which is a, a big video for us to kick off this like school, you know, our see everybody being together and the sv challenge and so for them like sing that song in the back it was it was just a fun day and you know it's just such a fun experience and we're already like the kids are like because he woke up the other day she's like i want to go to the lake today i was like i want to get on the kayak you know we had to try a different lake different lake better kayak and and the kids were just so awesome i mean ryan you know he's going into second grade mackenzie's going to fourth grade they were both rowing having the time they're like uh so it was a it was a fun day now, it's hard to believe that last summer, one of our main goals was to get our podcast going, Feels to get like our podcast off ago. the ground. It took years and years for us to try to figure out this whole podcasting game, which is a lot simpler than you think, you know? And, and the cool thing is now, like when I go to cookouts, places, people talk about podcasts. It's like, like oh, I'm listening to this podcast. It's, yeah. you know, it's not like a book you've read or a TV show. It's like when I'm in the car, when I'm by myself, I listen to a podcast. That's true. And there's literally a podcast on anything, anything about absolutely 
anything you could ever think about, there's a podcast about it. And we're passionate about introducing our students to podcasts. You actually had your students uh, participate in the NPR podcast challenge this past yeah. year. Um, That's such a bummer to me, though. Like, that part's hard. Because remember those ones that the Moxies came up with? What was their title again? Oh, my gosh. They had so many good ones. It was like the evolution. Why why TikTok has become a thing and like what's the background and then there wasn't like there were so many good ones and then COVID hit and all of them were somewhere in the iPads in the school I didn't even know where anything was it's and like then you had some bummer. great titles too you're already forgetting some of them and yeah. uh and some people like you did it with your STEM class yeah. and it's just such a cool thing of you know what podcasts have become and like your favorite class you talked about was the fact that first day, you just had them listen to podcasts. Yeah, they loved it. And you're like, there's this YouTuber, and he has a podcast. And, oh, yeah. Um, that was Zen told me about the YouTube. Well, and then the thing was, is the timing of that. Remember, it was literally days after Kobe's death. And so there was tons of podcasts on him specifically. What you think about podcasting is you forget that it's such a platform to communicate things so immediately you know whereas a video production or something like that you know that takes time and you're compiling stuff but a podcast you can sit down and you can reminisce or deliver a message right then like in real time and it's just so accessible because it was really really very new it was like just a, a day or two after that so that's pretty interesting the timing of that yeah, and like Mr. Galetti was like, oh, so is there a lot of editing going into it? I'm like, no, we do it live. We never stop. <laughs> we, we just go with it. We, 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 we get our intro, we get our outro, and we upload it. And, you know, we have that RSS feed just immediately. Mm -hmm. And I remember Bill Simmons, he's also known as The Podfather. My, my favorite podcast is the, uh, his podcast. And he used to talk about like, with news like you would have to wait for like thursday for the sports illustrated to come out and like for that that would be the big news story yeah you know that's like five days away and now a podcast it's like things can happen in an instant and you just sit down you talk about it it's like us right now it's like it's such a fun thing it's like oh we have an hour let's sit down the kids are gonna be quiet we're gonna record this pod and then bada boom like bada bing that right there i, I could have <laughs> you know and and the cool thing is it's you know, you put it in the hands and, and, you know, this podcast has been downloaded on six continents. Ghana, Ghana loves us. Ghana, reach out to us. We, we have a it swag bag for you. Yeah. You know, reach out to us on Twitter. Find us on Twitter. We want to mail you a, 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 a swag bag. Ghana is our, is our second biggest country, you know, mm -hmm. downloading the nailed it wall. You know, we take great pride in that. And when a new country comes up, you geek out. I like, do. You get I so get excited. so excited. And, you know, it's just it's that medium is like and it's and it's just exploded the last couple of years. Well, you want to have connection and and to feel that's a thing that's really mind blowing. And I see the same kind of reach with Twitter, but you realize how interconnected we really all are in the whole world. And, you know, I think that that's what's so cool about podcasting is is your your message is able to be so much farther reaching and like you know and then and there's something for everybody so our podcast is not for everyone it's for whoever you know it's it does you know that's the thing it's like it's for some people and then there's other podcasts for other people and I love that um you know there's just so many platforms and so many topics and you know I just think it's awesome I love and it our podcast has grown so much and we've gotten so much better uh we we use the MacBook Air to use GarageBand and we have Yeti mics, you know, so we're very fortunate for those. We and, are. you know, they are great 
you know, sound and something that we're always trying to perfect. And when the sound is off, like we get a little bummed out or, you know, if I'm saying, um, or we stutter, we're like, oh, I picked up on this or I mispronounced this word. But the thing I love the most is just sharing people's stories. And, you know, this is a podcast about the teacher life. We talk a lot about our kids. We talk a lot about our students. Mm -hmm. We talk about the struggles. We talk about the current state of education and Arizona. And the awesome thing is you got a text message today from Myra. What was the text message that uh, you got today? Uh, do you want me to paraphrase or do you want me to actually paraphrase. read it? Okay. So basically she had just finished painting a rock. By the An way. amazing rock. Wait, did I tell you that she has a book deal? Um, that she has a book deal and it's all about like someone's asked her to put together a tutorial book uh, for pa- these rocks that she's been painting. And you've seen them, I'm sure, on Twitter. I and have stuff. one right outside my door. Yeah. Um, and Feet so, away from us. Like, I'm just so proud of her, you know, for her following her passion. Someone contacted her and saw value in that. And so shout out to you, Myra. We're super excited. We need to have Myra on. I know. I hope that book thing wasn't secret. My bad if it was. <laughs> I, I don't think don't, it Don't ever tell Schofield a yeah. secret. Oh my God. So, um, yeah. So anyway, it, it's just such a cool thing. But anyway, she finished painting a rock and then she said, I'm, I'm ready to, I hope I get to sit down and listen to the next episode of The Nailed Devil. We're a day late, Meyer, and we apologize. It's just, you know, life gets busy and it's, it's summer. Yeah, and we're so summering, we're summering. We're summering. And so we're trying to stick with the, with the once a week because uh, it's important to us. And we have tons of plans that we want to do for, you know, the summer podcast, but we needed just an extra day. So, yeah, it's cool. And the stories and, you know, how many people, like, Mr. Galetti sent a text the other day. He's like, oh, the nail that wall's back is the best part of my day. And so many people reach out to you to share in their stories, like, listening to it and, you know, what it means to people. Yeah. Like, I think my favorite thing was, like, when Basil sent me a text and I listened to Joe Lynn's and Shears twice just for that positive story. And, That's so cool. You know, when Tony got in the Basil's car and the podcast, like, was in there or, or Liz sending us, like, a, yeah. a picture of her car listening to the podcast. Um, you know, just that reach, you know, and like we so know cool. it's like, you know, we, we talk very community, but it's like, you know, when we talk about esports and have these people on mm-hmm. and, you know, it's a broader reach. And I think in this year coming, we want to kind of reach out to other educators, you know, around the country. But I also love that that connected feel and like, you know, this Arizona DVSD kind of feel of like all these amazing people you know, within our bubble, you know, and, you know, you want to grow, but you just love what we do because as I go through and I look at all the episodes and look at the recaps, I'm like, we have this audio blog of Mm -hmm. everything that we've done in this past year. And we think, look back and think about how much we've gone through in this past year. You talk about COVID and your father passing, Mm -hmm. Finley's movie coming out. Oh my gosh. So much happened in this past year. Um, And it's just, and it's so all recorded fun. and yeah. it's all it's all there well another cool thing is it's given us such an opportunity to celebrate and highlight amazing educators that are just doing their thing that people might not have on their right their radar like Shear and Copenhaver but when we had Sir Jack and Rudis out and talking about the behind the pod. scenes yeah of the drama program and the evolution of where it began and where it's come to and Mr. Galetti and his stories about living in the Middle East it was amazing and and even just last week with Bonham I loved that because you know Bonham she said it in her in her when we sat down with her how important her team is but when that 
when that pod dropped, she sent that to her team because she celebrated them. And then Mrs. Chesbro is sitting on a beach in Mexico. I'm so jealous. Uh, and uh, so she's listening to the pod now. And and you just see that connectedness with all of these people. And these are people that we know. We already know they're amazing, but other people might not know their story. And, and you and I love to hear people's stories. Like, yeah. We just and, love it. And share those stories and that impact. And you know, you work with these people a number of years and mm. just like, you know, the play. I was like, I had no clue about the play. So we had and, dinners. Uh, and Copenhagen, just having that time, you know, we've done so many projects with her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's one of your good friends. But to hear where, like, her positive roots came from, yeah, you know, truly was the best. And, you know, having parents on, business partners is one of the coolest things. I think one of my favorite podcasts is our man, Phil. We, oh. we, we took him to Astro Camp. Uh, two years ago, this year we didn't go to Astro Camp, which is a big thing we've talked about in the podcast about the highs and lows yeah. of losing that. Um, but having Phil Hoff on, and and this guy is he's a sponge. He loves podcasts, and you know, like he when I left, like he was just talking to you about what was he talking to you about? Like you know, he wanted to do this whole other podcast Gosh, on it was like, like really really intense science concepts and. Um, forward thinkers that are in the scientific world and just huge huge concepts that were like I mean I do teach science but I teach eighth grade science like that's like um but he is like talking about astrophysicists and huge things but he's so incredibly um, bright because he's so got such a thirst to learn all the time yeah like all the time and that positive attitude and like you know the leadership and everything and so we had him on to talk about the astro camp experience Mm -hmm. like we're like we want to put the parents at ease we have this podcast with uh with with someone that chaperoned last year and he did that awesome video about pumping everyone up about why to go to astro camp what the kids get out of it and we had so much fun. Well, we had so much fun on the field trip with him. Like but, so much fun. But then just to sit down and and see him and uh, just talk and pick his brain about what what is his backstory mm-hmm. and like what is like to send his kids through Sierra Verde, and yeah. so much of his positive energy like rubbed off on us and. You know, I was just laughing the whole time. Oh, I was just hilarious. having so much fun. I saw him the next day at Dick's Sporting Goods. I'm like, oh, weren't you just on the nail the wall? <laughs> like, he was he was so excited. Uh, like, he was geeking out. And, like, his family was like, we love listening to him. Gosh, you know, I, I love having this time to sit down and think about the year. Because I forgot so many people that we had on. But just as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, we had the grab girls on. And how cool that whole conversation was, talking about Lori's journey through aviation and drones and then Sophia and, like, her place in that. And that was a really powerful one for us as well. And then plus you have Basil and, and Tunis on there. And that no, one was, was the like, best. Get, having all four of us back together. A, a two-part. Like, oh. we, we, we did a two-part one. And, um, you know, my cheeks just hurt at the yes. end of it because we were just – just laughing and and you know like we were together with them all the time time. and there's just so many stories about leadership and growth that you know I took away from that that you know other administrators and I get excited when Tony's like oh people at the district listen to this and uh the fact that you just have no clue with a click of a button when you upload this like where it's going to go well and hearing you know it's cool for us to be able to see the their journey 
in education and you know we're both so proud of them and so happy for them and they're doing amazing things and we miss them yeah we do and so it was really a special gift to us to be able to sit down and hear we learned so much about backstories too not just about their journeys about different people that were in different positions within the district and how things have shuffled and kind of their early chemistry as well and you know all of that it's just been it's just been so cool and then the other one that came to my mind as you're talking about phil who was just a huge highlight for people me love well. that podcast love like that. people I mean, are like uh he's hilarious. I think jd jd like had no clue about like you know astro camp he's like he's like i loved i loved his energy he like, was you know? amazing like, don't uh, forget we need to go back to them but um the other one that was one of the hardest ones for us because of what happened was sitting down with Lincoln Wyatt and Mallory and that was by far one of the most powerful amazing like you and I were just when they left we just were blown away by the things that they shared and all of that so when we lost their podcast when something went wonky with the audio Oh my gosh. I mean, that, it just felt like as if you found, like, I don't know, being like a gold miner and you think you had this nugget and then it's gone. Like, it's just off. I mean, it was, it was an amazing. For our younger listeners, yeah, okay. gold is very valuable. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So, you know, that one was, but just remember talking about the Samsung thing and all the things that we went through with them. And hearing them sit down, they were like years ahead of their eighth grade, you know, ages. And, oh, so cool for us. Like, it was just the coolest thing. And, you know, having Bailey and Isabella come in on a Sunday and share, like, their story in terms of uh, the announcements and how it's grown and how hard they've worked and, you know, giving the kids stories. So it's always hard to have that balance. And sometimes me and you miss that time. We're like, man, we've had guests on like three weeks in a row. Like we've had no time to talk with us. And, you know, me and you do such a great job of like not talking over each other. And, you know, we, we just hit record and we just go through. Like we don't have a script that we kind of go through. And that's what we tell with our guests. Like our guests are so nervous when so they nervous. sit down. And I'm like, it's just like us talking. It's just like us talking kind of sharing a story uh one that also sticks out to me is like the one where you talked about you know you had sam and ella on and you talked about the celebration of life for your dad and you know like that was such a you know it's coming up on a year you know and like mm-hmm. we talked about you know how hard those things are as a teacher you know like you found out on sunday and you had to rally up sub plans to get through uh that week and you know to have your kids on there you know yeah that one was I had actually forgotten that um, for a long time. You know, this weekend was Father's Day, which it was way, way, way harder than I thought it would be. Uh, I think what's interesting about just grief in general is it's super unpredictable. And that's any grief, any loss of anyone in any capacity. You think you know how you're processing things. You think you know what the you know you're kind of what things will trigger you or whatever and it's never the things that you think and uh, it doesn't look the way you think it will and you might feel like oh I'm good 
and then it just sidelines you. And so, you know, this Father's Day was a lot harder than I realized it was going to be. And so knowing that we have that history recorded there to kind of go back to, you know, listen to that again will be really, really nice for me. Um, but hearing my kids process that was awesome. And we literally came right back from California, drove that distance, and then came and did the pod. So it was super, super fresh. So that was really cool. I mean, it was special. And Sam's been on, I don't even know. A number of times. And you think about, you know, we're like, oh, we forgot to tell that story, Sam, when you went to San Francisco with your grandfather. And, you know, he talked about much of his summer Mm -hmm. early on in one of our first podcasts. Mm -hmm. And Sam's a regular on there. And going back to Phil again, like I remember I saw him at the the SV uh, teacher play. And I was walking (laughs) out with my wife and my son. And he came up walking to me, looking at me like a ghost. Like, he's like, that's your son? I'm like, yeah. He's like, the one that was talking about Ark? And like, he's so eloquent. I'm like, no, he's in first grade. Like, that was Schofield's son. That was Sam on there. And like, and when Sam came on and really did that podcast about, you know, Ark and all the things that kind of go into this video game and gamification and gaming in general. Uh, that was such a, a fun podcast. That one was so fun. Well, I think the funny thing about that one, well, a lot of people have had this experience, though, I will say, where they've never done podcasting. They're nervous about it. They're kind of like, I'm not sure if I'm going to have whatever to say. And then as soon as they're done, they always say to us, like, that was amazing. That was so much fun. Like, when can we do it again? And Sam had the bug right away. Right away. And Jolene, like several people, Bonham said I think that. Think about Celia. Like once you introduce oh Celia. Oh my gosh, yeah. Tell us what Celia said. Okay, I don't remember. Or remember, she's like, she's like, no, I want my own podcast. Oh, yeah, I want yeah. my own podcast to come out every week. That's, and, I forgot that and she, she did. And she was, she was all in on that. She, and I will say, Celia is a force. And I think that she will have, I, I think she will have her own podcast one day for sure. That girl has some really amazing things to share with the world. So I really did love her passion. I'd forgotten she had said that. Like a lot of Celia says a lot of things, and they're all pretty awesome. Um, but Sam was so excited, and I don't even know now how many times he's been on. If you think about the times that he was on with Ella, is it three, three times? I'm not sure. I have to look back. Uh, and then I'll, uh, I'll have our our intern check the stats. Yes, and then. The other thing that was really, really cool for us is kind of before all the crazy hit with COVID was uh, sitting down with the two different people from esports world that we were dabbling in, Zach and, and JD, and two vastly different perspectives because they're doing different things. But the cool thing about that was then when we were part of the esports um, conference from ASTI, Here's JD sharing our podcast with other people saying, you know, this is a great resource. You should listen to this, this, and this. And that to me was kind of, I think, right back to why we started doing this in the first place is we wanted to have something to share that would be a benefit to somebody. We're hoping like, you know, there'll be something. And I think that, you know, those were good. Those were good episodes. And they, they did have a ton of stuff. But I think what our what we continue to show is they don't have to be experts on things that we constantly talk about things that we're dabbling in or you know just kind of um, trying out testing out or jumping into and I think it's important for people to continue to see that side 
that like it, there's I'm not even sure if there's ever been anything that we already knew what we were doing before we jumped in I feel like a lot of things we just are like let's give this a try and it's worked well for us and I think that was a really nice testament to the point and the heart of our podcast to see JD share it the way he did which was really kind yeah and Zach was so awesome like giving that high school perspective yeah. of like really understanding like how things are calculated and you know the coaching that really goes into all these mm-hmm. esports things and you know just and i loved his story how like you know that little octane car yeah. sitting in his classroom led him to be a first year teacher and you know for him to come in on a sunday and you know spend some time with us and you know really get to know us like you know it's like you know you have these chemistry with people a lot of these people but a lot of times like we, we don't know these people we're like we're like we love your story we want to share your story right. and uh, that's what i love about our podcast because we're like talking about things i'm doing in the stem classroom what you're doing as an eighth grade science mm-hmm. teacher what we're doing with announcements you know sharing the administrator's story like yeah. you know talking about covid talking about will school open and you know so much of that is you know it is the teacher life and like that's what we wanted this podcast to be about be about us as parents just about teachers now when i speak about parents i think ryan's been on the podcast twice mackenzie's officially officially yeah Yeah. officially yes he's (laughs) He's uh behind the scenes quite a few times he he, he does attend a lot of the podcast recordings but mackenzie is yet to appear on the podcast and the reason for that is she's a loose cannon like we can't (laughs) we can't just put a mic in front of her and like she just like sam we can kind of rein it in and be like all right a lot of people listen to this mackenzie will get on the mic and she'll just say whatever she wants which is of course why i want mackenzie to be on the pod yes and i'm I'm, I'm still trying to rein her in and be like all right people listen to this you can't just say whatever you want and um, but you know we want our kids to understand this medium and listen to this and anytime I walk the dog or go for a car ride or I'm running errands like I have a podcast in and I learn so much from other people telling their stories like I love Malcolm Gladwell I think he's like the smartest man on on the planet yeah Uh, anytime he speaks about something I'm like wow it's just such a crazy perspective And more and more of our students are getting so much more from podcasts. Yeah, and I think that it is going to be, you know, that's something that we should keep in mind as we go to an uncertain return to school, just using that platform, whether kids sharing their stories. I mean, think about the perspective that kids are going to have from this whole experience. You know, my daughter is doing uh, house, not house sitting, pet sitting, for a family that we know. She's doing a lot. Yeah, she Getting her does, license. She does not mess around. Uh, well, she's very excited because she'll be able to drive herself to these pet sitting gigs. So she's very, very pumped about that. So, um, but when we maybe were, she should do a podcast on pet sitting. You, you share, should. you she share should. stories about pet sitting. <laughs> yeah, she's really good at tutoring. I will say that's more of her gig. But you know, when I talked to that family. And they were talking about like, oh, it's been awful. And these were the things that were hard. And these were the things. And I, you know, we keep seeing it on social media. Like this is their time of like what they'll talk about when they're, you know, older and they're talking to their kids or their grandkids. This will be the stuff that they talk about. And I said, you know, you should think about what you would tell them what are you taking away from this? What were the hardest things? What were the best parts? And, you know, we just had like a really good conversation about that. But if if we all have that chance to give kids a platform like in a podcast, imagine 
people's vastly different experiences. One person to the next, COVID affected all of us very differently. And I bet there's some pretty crazy stories out there. Oh, totally. I could not agree more about that. And, you know, it's just, it's just growing. It's become easier and easier over the years. And, you know, that's something we look forward to, like, Paula would send us emails and be like, this person wants to start a podcast. Yeah. So I, I sent them your way to kind of show them how to get started. And it's crazy how easy this is. And I remember a year ago, you know, we had to wait for two days to get our podcast approved on Apple Podcasts. I'm like, oh my goodness, it's approved. I'm like, that was I'm the like, craziest feeling. You know, and, and just getting the podcast art up, which is a yeah. bone of contention for you. And Struck in that, there, that's there. something that, you know, uh, you know, I, I've shared this story on the podcast before. <laughs> like, um, you know, and, you know, like uh, we, uh, we want to get to the point of creating our own artwork, creating our own pictures on there. Jess, your sister, did our podcast art. Jess and, has done a lot for us behind the scenes. Yes, and she's amazing. Uh, Finley's mom there, you know, and Amelia. And she did our artwork. And Carla, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite story, Carla goes, uh, she's like, what's up with the, 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 the artwork? It doesn't even look like you. And then you're like, you're like, my sister did that. And then she's like, does she like you? <laughs> like, you know, like, and for Carla to say that, though, like Carla's so like, I don't know. She it was so unexpected and hilarious. I just I, uh, I agree. That was a, a good moment. And it confirmed for me what I knew all along that it was a really, really bad picture. And you kept saying, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then I knew I was right, it's bad. So it doesn't matter because it's gonna be fixed one day. And I feel confident about that. I feel like on our one year anniversary, we, we need to update the, the pod art there. And uh, so th those have been fun things of just like figuring out the podcast artwork, getting it onto Spotify, get onto Apple Podcasts, get onto Stitcher. I mean, you can go to your Alexa, to your Google Home, you know, Apple TV, like, you know, and on all those things, you're gonna say, play the latest episode of The Nailed It Wall, and it will do that. And uh, I think that's the coolest thing and the connection of people. And I don't know, it's just, it's been so much fun. And, you know, to take an hour of your week to reflect, you know, I think more of us as educators and parents need to have that time to just, to just talk and to put it out there. And yeah. like, we have this digital recording that I can go back to old episodes and I can listen to the Phil episode right now and it's just going to bring a smile to my face and I'm like, oh my goodness, I forgot he told this story. Oh, he is so animated. So what would you say for people that were going to do a podcast? What do you think the hardest parts have been um, for us, for you? What are the hard parts about doing a podcast and what are the things that you think people have to persevere through that, you know, people might say, ah, forget it. I'm just not doing this. Like, what do you think is the hardest part? I think the hardest part is just, you know, getting it out there. You know, it's like, I'm like, all right, it's your day to tweet the pod out. You know, uh, I'll tweet it out here. And like, you know, like we don't put it on like our personal Facebook page. Like we just kind of put it out on Twitter. And, and I think the cool thing is like, it's like, you know, 45 downloads, like, you know, almost every episode. And like, you know, it's just so cool. I'm like, oh my goodness, look at how many, you know, the thousands of downloads that we've had of this podcast over the past year. And so I think that thing kind of blows me away or it's like, you're constantly feeling like you're trying to market it because you have a story to tell and like right. you want to inspire and like everything that we do via Twitter is 
to bring the best out of people, inspire them. And so like that constant, like, you know, it's like a back and forth between me and you. It's yeah. like, all right, you tweet out the pod. You're like, oh, I got to get better at tweeting out the pod and uh, getting that out there. Um, I think the heart thing of so much of these streamers are them just talking by themselves. And, you know, these kids nowadays are just so attuned to being by themselves and kind of, and there are some pretty awesome podcasts out there, but I think the best thing is just bringing people together and, you know, me and you as a co-host, it's, it's just fun. You know, we, we connect and, you know, like we've always said, we're like, we're like telling these funny stories. We're going back and forth. We're like, we should have a podcast. Like that's what we (laughs) should have. And, and I think just having someone to do it with and look back and so much of life has happened to us in the classroom and out of the classroom Mm -hmm. and to have that, you know, that digital footprint of this time in our lives is probably one of the coolest things. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I think the other thing, you know, for, for people, you know, it took us a long time to figure out GarageBand and it took us a long time to figure out how to uh what is transistor it's a what a host site hosting yeah it's like so where you get your rss feed that's what it's called like a host site yes that's like where you like host your podcast yeah and so you know i think think that was that was the biggest obstacle we were missing through this whole process and that what and the hard thing is the hard thing is is when you have more information than less sometimes it's hard to sift through and navigate how to go about doing that and so for you and I I mean this is something we came back to and back to and back to and it was really really difficult and I think that we found um, an article that had suggestions right and then that's when you looked up transistor and that's how we we went with that and you know it's just I think that that's one thing is that if you decide you want to do it you have to understand like there's there's some work that goes into it uh, obviously, you and I would be thrilled if anyone reached out and wanted to. We would be happy to help navigate that. But if it's important to you, you have to really persevere through that and find what works for you. Because Transistor wasn't the only site. You know, there were other things, and and not everybody uses GarageBand, and that's fine. And then we, you know, dabbled with Zoom when we were doing remote uh, recording. But you could do that on a regular. Like, there's a lot of different platforms. So figuring out what your vibe is figuring out what your platform is going to be and all that but being um tenacious about it and sticking with it because it's a commitment and that's the thing the other thing that was really hard for us is you know during this hiatus this time where we weren't in school and and we kind of had a gap and it's hard because you have people that listen to you that come along on this journey and so you don't want to feel that separation you don't want them to lose interest and you and also like it's important for us too so those are difficult times to navigate and you want to kind of try and be as consistent i think we've done a remarkably good job with that uh, but those are those are trials like those are some of the challenges with podcasts that uh, weren't on our radar for sure but now are you know and i think the cool thing as well as you kind of get into this like when we started out we're like you know we'll be happy if our parents listen to this and like those are our listeners and we're still going to do this and for the community like business partners people around the world that kind of embrace it and retweet it and you know leave a comment about our podcast is just like it's just so cool because these are people that we haven't met um people sharing the podcast and you know 
you want to be kind of like those leaders, like in terms of, you know, doing something that nobody else is doing and uh, getting people on and be like, I've never been on a podcast. Like, it's like, <laughs> is this live? You know, Bonham's like, are we live? Yeah. Like, you know, is it recording us right now? And, so uh, and we're like, we're like, it doesn't work that way. And we want to get our man Dennis Myers on and uh, he's from Hillcrest and we're both pretty uh, certain he doesn't know what a podcast is. Oh my and gosh, he will be hilarious. He will be hilarious. He will. And you know, like that's something that we had to, you know, stick with. And like every week, you know, like every Tuesday, like that build that consistent uh, fan base and people loving it and sharing it. And, you know, once someone's on, they, they share it with all their families. And it just, it's just so much fun. And I, I can't say it enough. And, um, you know, I think we could have done a better job over the years, like of reaching out to other podcasters being like, how do you do this? Like, what is the next step? And, you know, I think Steve Jobs always talks about just ask, you know, and that's something that we didn't do. Like, we but just we tried really to know Twitter as well then. Yeah. But, you know, like even like we try to watch YouTube tutorials and there's always seemed like some step missing along the way. And so I think, you know, like Steve Jobs has this awesome story that he shared about uh, there's a semiconductor plant he's like 12 or 13 and he just took out the phone book and he called them up and he's like i, I want to work uh i want to learn what you do i want to work for you and they're like well we're not hiring he's like i'll, I'll work for free and he's like this 13 year old kid and and he went there and he learned all about like circuits and like these semiconductors and how things are processed and he's like, my, my greatest advice is to just ask, you know, and I think that's something that, you know, wow. we've gotten a lot better at yeah. and, and just, just like, we want to figure out like so much of what we've done is figure out on our own. Yeah. And I feel like now it's like with JD does a great job of just sharing things with streaming. Like, you know, so I was like, now it's like, we're just going to ask or like, just know the right people and not be afraid to ask. I think you're totally right. And I think that um, that is the that's the beauty of number one Twitter for us because there's been so many people that you've just like you know just people you don't know you just you know we we Twitter know them right and um, and so you've been really good about that and I don't know, I'm like I'm like did you see it I was like I just asked I'm yeah. like how'd you do this like I, know. I was it's like so good but you realize that a lot of times you're absolutely right well it kind of reminds me of. Uh, when we were trying to actively get um, mentors for Moxie Girls, and all you had to do was ask. Like, there's so many people that are just willing to share resources, share time that they want to connect. Or even better mentors. They're yeah. like, oh, I know this person. Yeah. Like, at Blue Origins. Right. And so that kind of stuff, you're right, is so important. And in education, in any part of life, but definitely in education, I think the more connections that you can make, the more you do reach out and tap into those sources that are around us all the time. I think that's just makes us better at everything we do, like as educators, as people. And, you know, those those connections for us have been, you know, hugely important. Every single person that we've sat down with on our podcast, like we've walked away with just as much probably a lot more than than they did and we just got so much from it because we collect stories and we want to know the whys of people's lives and like you know how what what their journey is and so i think that that's just such a good way to approach life in general you know and i also think about you know 
someone once told me like everyone has a good book in them you know mm. everyone has a story and you know what we did was you know so much is a story about us as teachers us about the highs and lows more highs and you know not saying john krasinski ripped us off but i feel like we were the original <laughs> some good news you know like that's what we did like you know we want to inspire young educators of like all the good that's in education and all the great stories and all the uplifting things that students are doing uh to work together and you know we were the original some good news i am saying it on this podcast Hashtag truth. I, I think he ripped our idea off <laughs> and so so it's uh something that i was so proud about of just how positive we were and how many awesome stories we shared and how excited we got about you know, just being passionate educators. Right. Well, and I, it's so true though. You know, it's so true. Just celebrating, celebrating what is there already. And I really love, we haven't had a lot of experiences seeing um, podcasts where you give a platform to kids. And I know that was something from the beginning that was really important to us because we didn't just want it to be us. We didn't want it to just be teachers. And so we branched out to, to uh, you know, admin. We've had parents. We've had kids. And so... Business partners. Business partners. And so it's just, it's such a cool thing to be able to have so many different voices, so many different perspectives, <coughs> excuse me, and viewpoints um, because they all you know, they all have, they all paint a different picture. They're all part of our story. They're all part of our journey. And so I, you know, I'm excited about the people that are on our radar moving forward. There's, I mean, you and I, we collect good people and there's so many good people doing so many good things in the world all the time. And um, now through what we learned through Zoom is we're not confined just to our small you know area we could extend it the thing is is we could spend every week easily filling it with just the people in our area but there's so many stories to tell and our possibilities are endless and our pod is very much like a living breathing thing and it kind of takes its own direction sometimes we're just kind of along for the ride and we're like oh i guess this makes sense for us to absorb even it wasn't on our map in the beginning you know yeah and and that's the thing, too, is like, you know, it'd be one thing for us to sit down with these amazing people and talk, but it's like so many times where JD would be like, oh, there's a great podcast about how to get into esports. Like, what it looks like at the high school level, a great story here. And it's all there. It's all there. And you can look back and, um, you know, just, just so many great stories. And the, the fact that people are getting so much from other people's stories mm-hmm. and, um, a different perspective and even as like school is shut down with the COVID to have Tony on to really talk about what what is what what are we looking for moving forward and you know Tony did such a great job talking about you know the focus on the social emotional health of like you and your family yeah. and these trying times and you think back to like that moment you know that was the beginning of our spring break you know I think we had him on that Sunday and he talked about you know at that moment we had no clue like where the economy was going to go and and meals for these kids and Mm -hmm. you know how long this was going to last and just kind of you know just blows you away of like what has happened in this last year and we've documented it all like on the nailed it wall that's so true It, it is so true and i love that mr gladdy 
Mr. Gladi is a huge uh, fan of podcasts, and uh, that's been awesome. And so, you know, I love to see him using that platform, ours, and, you know, what I, I think I have a feeling he'll do his own at some point because he's definitely uh, podcast, podcast passionate, I would say. Um, and, man, that guy's got some stories. Oh, he does. He's he got does. some stories. And, and he's inspired me to live my life a little more. I'm like, to get out of my bubble, you know. And the man ran uh, a marathon at our school this year for our booster-thon. And, you know, like, you know, like when I run, I was like, I got to listen to some upbeat music. I got to have my, like, workout playlist. And he runs these ultra marathons he's long distance and you know he'll listen to a podcast while he runs and i i i can't get to that point you know but maybe one day, maybe I, one day. I, I will get to that point and uh but you know hearing these stories and be inspired by everybody you know it's inspired me to live more of a full life and uh to get out there and give more to my kids give more to my students and twitter inspires me so much more yeah. podcast inspires me so much more and uh, you know, when I look at a partner, like uh, I'm just so thankful uh, for you to be for being so passionate about like what we're doing and to really like push each other like in the classroom as parents and as a friend. So I wouldn't rather have any other co-host than you. Thanks, pal. Same here. And, you know, we are so, so fortunate to have the opportunity. There's people that join us for this and to be so supportive and positive about what we have to offer and we're so so lucky we're so lucky and I'm glad that uh that we're not podcasting solo it 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 does it is a good fit so you know we're we're very very lucky you know we forget that and uh so we're grateful to all the people that do this with us um we're grateful that you guys have you know, the time that you dedicate to listen to us share whatever comes to our minds. And it's been, it's been just the most amazing experience. And that's year one. So we have plans, right? We have plans for our next year. And we'll see kind of where that takes us. And uh, I, I just feel incredibly lucky. Couldn't say it better there, you know, and it's funny to think about, you know, one of our first podcasts, we talked about the origins of the name, the nailed it wall. And how we're like, all right, it's going to be a 22 minute podcast every week. And I'm like, we can't get anything in 22 <laughs> minutes. And, you know, it's truly, you know, you really have to enjoy us as hosts and the people that we have on in order to listen to an hour, take an hour out of your week to, to really hear the stories. And hopefully we've inspired you. Hopefully we've pushed you to be better parents, better teachers, a better friend. Uh, and, you know, I love it. And I can't wait for to see how this podcast grows. I know, and just think, a year ago, we recorded sitting on the floor, your dog was breathy in the microphone, Brady made his first appearance, and, you know, this is not too far off, I will say. I'm not sitting on the floor, I'm sitting just above the floor, but, the, you know, we've got Brady beside us, and it just seems like the right way to kind of celebrate and uh, really um, be grateful for a year of growth and you know, see kind of where we where it's taken us. As we say always, people, if you can be anything, be kind. Now, if you loved hearing stories about our life as educators, our lives as parents, the reason why my daughter has never appeared on the Nailed It Wall, <laughs> make sure you hit the subscribe button. Every Tuesday, the latest episode of the Nailed It Wall will be downloaded to your phone. If you're like us and you're on Twitter, 
You want to see pictures, videos of our crazy lives, me laying down on a kayak? <laughs> Those are all on Twitter. True. You can follow me at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton.